I, <laughs> I hadn't hit record yet, but that works too. <laughs> so, uh, oh. <laughs> Hello. Hi. How is it Hi. going? Oh, it's been a hellacious week. I started college again and I don't I don't want it. I don't want any day. I don't want it anymore. You do. You want it. I don't. I, I got do. two more classes that don't have deadline dates except for the last day of the class. So you already know what I'm doing. <laughs> Waiting till the last day of class to yeah. do it all? Yes. Okay. Yep. That, yep. All right. And my geography professor reminds me of Bob Ross. Okay. So it's like happy little geographies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay so but i think the class it'll be it'll be fun at least well yeah happy little yeah. rocks and happy little trees and just all happy little everything's geography things mm-hmm. there you go all right but how was your week uh it was hard uh, my sister passed away the last weekend unexpectedly, and we had her funeral Thursday. Yeah. So we had to drive to Indiana and drive back to Mississippi. Wow. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a rough few days, but good news is we did get to see everybody. We got to see your kids and yeah. got to say goodbye. So, and we got to meet Tyler who was our Patreon donor. Yep. Got to meet him and his wife. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exciting though. We did get to meet him and they took us out to this really cute little restaurant that had amazing tacos. Tacos are a win. Way to go, Tyler. Tacos are a win. So it's just been, this week's just kind of been like a, a emotional roller coaster, but we're good now. We've made it. Good. I uh, thought I was going to die on the drive back home. Why is that? Because uh, apparently Alabama has like, uh, when you get closer to the Alabama-Mississippi border, they have like this huge bridge that goes over like three gigantic rivers. And... um. I guess my sister thought it would be hilarious to just open up the skies and let all the rain in the earth fall at that particular moment as we were going over this bridge and I'm driving. Uh, Needless to say, uh, what should have taken maybe 10, 15 minutes took about 30, 45 minutes to get over the bridge because we could not see in front of our car. So... Mississippi, Alabama. I'm trying to remember what bridge you're talking about. Wait, well, not the one over Baton Rouge. No, that's Louisiana. No. And yeah, you're not talking Louisiana. about like the 10 mile long one, are you? you I mean, it felt fucking that ever. Way. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you like going up and down and you pass like these three. I mean, there's like water in between them, but there are three major rivers that this one bridge goes over. And it's, it was, I felt like I was leading the pack. Because nobody was in front of me, except for, you know, the 18-wheelers. They don't care. Yeah, they just yeah. keep they just going. Go. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, the hazards on, and we were doing about 25 miles an hour on a good de- good on a good on speed. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I wasn't alone because 
you know, I could see the car behind me. It, they were staying far enough away where if I had to stop, they wouldn't hit me. Yeah. But I could see their four ways on. And then when we finally got over the bridge, it was still pouring. Um, and there were a lot of cars just kind of parked over on the edge, like just waiting for it to lighten up a little so they could see. Yeah. And Eric's like, do you want to pull over? And I was like, no, we're fucking committed now. We're just going to keep right on trucking and hopefully we'll get somewhere where we can make some progress. So it, it did eventually like lighten up a little bit. And I did not know how long that this trail was that they were following me until we exited after I could see like my nerves were shot by that point. Yeah. So we had to stop and get gas anyways. So I was like, I need to go change my britches and <laughs> we need to clean up, the, like get uh, some gas in our tank. And uh, while we were filling up, a few trucks kind of did the same thing we did. And I heard them get out and they're like, man, I don't know who was fucking leading that group, but they did amazing. And I just got in my car and shut the door. I was like, I do not need praise right now. We're all live. Let's just go home. <laughs> like, not in the mood for it. Thank you. But no, thank you. It was whew. It was intense. I'm pretty sure I got like five more gray hairs from that drive, but that's all right. We made it. We survived. Yeah. So, yeah. So what else is new? Um, I started playing ESO today and uh, decided to get back into the guild a little bit. And uh, I'm pretty much known in this guild for uh, Naked Fishing Friday where you strip your tunes down naked and we all just drink beers and get to know each other and go fishing in the game. And they asked me to bring it back. (laughs) 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 And how is this, is this drinking beer in the game or is this drinking beer in real life? No, drinking beer in real life and just fishing in the game. I mean, I suppose you could drink beer in the game, but. Hey, uh, just asking. Yeah, I mean, you strip your tunes down. And it was pretty funny because when I started it, I, I think I just had a really rough week. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go fishing and drink some beers. And somebody asked me what I was doing. And then somehow the tunes got naked and it just became a thing. So, like, everybody really enjoys it. I think it's because it's kind of a breakup from the grind yeah. of the game. And plus, you get to kind of know your guildmates and, yep. you know. I don't know. It's just, it was a big thing. Everybody did it. And when it finally like really caught on, I mean, we were running through these towns naked and everybody's like in the <laughs> zone chat, like what is happening right now? <laughs> like, naked what is Friday. going on? It's naked fishing Friday. Everybody's invited. Grab your fishing pole, strip down. Yep. And then we kind of came up with a rule. Like if you showed up in a costume or something everybody just goes up to you and punches you in the face until you take everything off so nice. I mean, yeah it's pretty fun it's pretty fun well now that you have like normal ish hours you're able to get back into that grind so that's that's always good. yeah yeah and a lot of new people have joined too so oh, you've more people been, to you know yeah i kind of been out of it out of it for a while but we're going to hop right on in with uh, some Naked Fish Friday. Now, does Eric also play? Uh, well, they're playing Ark and other games. But if they do hop on on a Friday. They're naked uh, fishing. Yeah, they're naked fishing. That's pretty much <laughs> what we do on Fridays. 
That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, one of the guys we play WoW with actually got back into Elder Scrolls. I guess because it's just easy to drop and then come back to. I don't know. Because I know WoW is very much like FOMO, like fear of missing out. Because if you don't do a week of stuff, you're so far behind, it's unreal. Yeah. So I don't know if ESO is the same way, but it doesn't seem like it. Because he's, I think, working two jobs also. It's kind of one of those things where if they come up, if they come out with an update or a new patch, yeah, that's when a lot of people get back into it because you, aside from doing your dailies, uh, collecting like master writs, yeah, yeah. you know, doing just regular your daily grinds, you're not really missing content. So, <clears throat> I mean, it depends on how involved you want to get in the game. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean. It just kind of is what it is. Yeah, it's very easy to drop and then come back to. Yeah. So. Well, that's what they're saying about Final Fantasy. It's just, I think because everybody's so spread out, I just don't find it interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like I do, okay. but I don't. Like the gameplay is really nice. The aesthetics are very nice. Having a kitty people is very nice. <laughs> but I don't like without being able to play with friends. Even though yeah. like, I have a server where a bunch of our WoW friends play on, and then I'm on a server where some of my coworkers play on, it's just we're still separated. Yeah. And then I haven't bought the new expansion because I'm you don't not know really invested it. in it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But if you don't have the current expansion, you can't talk to the people that are on the current expansion. It's silly. Oh, wow. See, that's what I like about ESO. It doesn't matter if you have the DLCs or not. Yeah. You can still talk to people who are just starting out in the game. Yeah. They won't be able to go to all the zones that you can go to, but there's like a whole map that the whole game pretty much revolves around, and you don't really need the the DLCs, but they're really cool to have because you get to go like Somerset and get your little pearls, and it's really cool. But, I mean, to each their own. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're not going to play it, I definitely would not invest in getting the expansion, you know. I just, but, I mean, if you are going to play it, then... Yeah, I don't know. I really need to, like, take a break. Yeah. And do my homework. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you could reward yourself after you pass nah. your classes. No, nah, I've already tried that mentality. It didn't work. I'm just like, what? oh, man, I got one module done. Wild time. <laughs> <laughs> But you already have wow. Oh, you already have that. I'm like three modules behind. If I do half of one, I'm good, and then I reward myself. So it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You gotta be committed to actually doing all three modules. No, the, then no. rewarding yourself. No. Denied. It's called discipline. The, it's called procrastination. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, yeah, hopefully this week won't be as crazy as the last week. Though the oh. Marine Museum was, or the Marine Corps Museum was pretty interesting. Yeah. It's really entertaining to see like the stuff the Navy claims is theirs, mm. but then the Marine Corps also claims is theirs, like mm. verbatim. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Like even though the Navy was there, the Marines actually did it. Okay. Even though the army was there, the Marines actually did it. It's like a pissing contest. Oh my Jesus! I think that's just. I think Marines are 
are upset because their paychecks say Navy on them. Probably. I'd go with that. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. I mean, we love our Marines. Super fine. Go get it. Just say yes. <laughs> but they eat my crayons. Well, I mean, you're in the Navy. You can afford more crayons. That's fair. Well, maybe. Yeah. You can afford a crayon. We'll do it that way. One crayon a week. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Anything else? Any new exciting plans? Oh, my husband loves his birthday presents, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah, they're good. in his little cabinet to never be touched again. Oh, this <laughs> makes me so sad. <laughs> like, why? Why? Why, why, why? Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. I did tell him happy birthday on the Facebook. Yeah. I did remember. I remembered in the chaosness of the week. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why not? Why? Why not? Why? Anyway. Mm. Anywho, uh, I think that's about the extent of my week. It was a little depressing, but we've made it. Next week will definitely be better. Oh, we uh, went out to a new restaurant last night. Oh, yeah? What that was, was it? really good. Mm-hmm. Um, brew and something else. Brew and... Hold on. Hold, please. What did they have oh. for eats? Was it? Uh, they had a bunch of seafood, but they had uh, sandwiches and burgers. Oh, sorry. It's keg and barrel. Okay. Keg and barrel. Um. They had boiled peanuts there. Nice. I was like, hell yeah. Um, But it's like a little brew house. And they had, like, their drink menu was ridiculous. Like, four pages. And you were just like, okay. Yeah, I have no idea where to start. (laughs) (laughs) Just... Just, just bring me my usual beer and we'll we'll start there. Um, but I had the they have a chicken club and it was like uh, the best way I can describe the chicken is like just a, a like the Popeye's chicken. You know how yeah. if you get a chicken sandwich, it's really thick and just crispy and just amazing. Yeah. So they had like a Popeye's chicken and then ham and bacon. And then, of course, all your veggies. And the sandwich was, like, this thick. So, I mean, there was no way to just, like, bite into it. You'd have to, like, dissect it. That's pretty much what I had. Well, actually, I made Eric take a bite first because he squished it. Yeah, yeah. And so then I was able to eat it. That's really good. Um, And he had some kind of uh, burger that he really, really liked. Um. But it was a really neat little place. Nice. So, yeah. Testing out the local the local restaurant. Well, that way, when we come to visit, you know where to take us. Exactly. And that one sounds exactly. good, so we might as well just put oh, it on the list now. Yeah. Oh, it's on the list. Okay, good. It is. It's on the list. Awesome. Full show. All right. Ready to kick this off? Yeah. Are you Okay. Yes. Were you I had to, glaring at your fuzzy child? On. No, something was going on with my phone. Oh, I have this desk. I, I know you can't really see, but over here. Oh, uh-huh. hang on. I got one screen yeah. and then over here. Here. Yeah, I got another screen. Nice. So, yeah, it's kind and of. And then you got me in the middle. 
And then I got you in the middle, right where you in belong. The middle with Center. You. Of, oh, okay. I'm flipping my phone. It something is going on. Yeah, that's why it's I put going. mine on airplane so it didn't distract me. Oh, it's a great idea. Yeah. So, uh, hi. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Coffee Chaos Chatter. It's a discussion one. These are, I like, I can't decide if this is my favorite type or not. Discussion? Yeah, I, I can't decide because I really do like our little, like, random fucking topics, but also, like, the discussion topics because then we really get an idea of where our minds are on these topics well, of yeah. interest. Yeah. I mean, we can do, like... It doesn't have to be once a month. We can do like twice a month if you wanted to. I don't know. Well, I'll think about it. But I do like I like I enjoy them sometimes. Most times, the ones we've done so well, far, I've enjoyed. <laughs> this one it was so. It's fast. So much information. Yep. And I didn't know where to narrow it down to, because yep. there's just. And you also don't know what's relevant, what's not relevant, what's real, what's not real. But then again, I was like, well, look at our topic. Yeah. Yep. It's. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyways, welcome, y'all, to another episode. Like Sarah said, this is our discussion episode. Uh, today, we are discussing. Little Green Men. E.T.'s. E- Aliens. Or Little Green Men. Or gray men, or greenish gray, or blue, or whatever fucking or color blue. you think aliens should be. Yeah, or it's a whatever you think aliens should be. I'm gonna, I, I'm always gonna say it that way, and I don't even like. I know I've watched it on a cartoon or something, but aliens, aliens? Just, yes, it just works so much better. Okay, aliens. We're talking about aliens. <laughs> uh, the truth is out there. Or maybe it's not. Maybe that not. was one headline that I was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, truth's got to be somewhere. Yeah. So, but um, it's like one thing that I stuck to when I was doing my research, like just trying to find again, narrowing down a point of interest on in this very vast mm-hmm. topic is alien can refer to any you know foreign substance, foreign matter, foreign being entity microorganism so it's not just human type forms it's not being type forms it could even be bacteria for all we know which the human race really pisses me off sometimes because i was reading an article and they're talking about sending bacteria like e coli and uh salmonella and you know the the Viruses and the bacteria that just cause us the most problems, they're trying to send to space to see if it'll survive on whatever X planet, whatever X satellite of a planet, to see if it can survive in harsh environments. Like, wow. Why? <laughs> why? Like, wouldn't you This take- is why the aliens are showing up. They just want to. Well, first of all, let's start this. Okay. Do you, let's just start. It's a discussion. It is a discussion. Let's just throw it out there. Do you or do you not believe in extra tri- we'll say ET. We'll say aliens, like the little Martians. 
it'd be really naive and silly to think that we are legitimately the only beings, like humanoid type beings on this gigantic fucking thing we call space. Like there are thousands of solar systems. There's thousands of star systems. There are thousands of orbiting entities. So to think that we're the only ones in this vastness is silly. I would say the only intelligent life in the universe. Yeah, we're not. No, there's no way. I agree with that. I think that, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people that are like really into religion and don't get me wrong. Jesus is my homie. We chill together all the time, but I understand he did not put aliens in the Bible, but he put the important shit in there. Well, you also got to remember, like, the Bible is written by man, so... That is true. Like, even though you're taking in stories of Jesus' being and the creation of Earth and all that, but, like, it's very vast. (laughs) The universe is infinite which means it never ends and to believe that we are the only intelligent species in the universe is just absolutely like like ridiculous to me (laughs) i don't even think we're the only intelligent beings in this like the milky way there's bound to be other organisms and stuff as well and like i kind of I think people forget how vast the Milky Way is. It's huge. It's fucking huge. Yeah. Like, we're still discovering things about it. We're just a speck. Yeah, we're just a this. very small star system in a very vast constellation. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. even that, like, I don't, I don't believe we're the only forms of life in this, you know, cluster of ness. Yeah. So, Yes. I do believe there is more intelligent life around us, just probably not within our own solar system. I concur. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, like, short I of think. a monocle and a pinky finger up, like, Sabrina's facial expression was intense. <laughs> I was trying to be sophisticated. But, you did very you know. well. Like, you just Thank needed you. that little mustache, a little monocle. Perfect. <laughs> As I drink my beer out of mm-hmm. a coffee mug. Mm-hmm. It's a very fancy coffee mug. It's kind of got gold shinies on it. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, so do you want to, um, well, I guess I kind of started that off, but do you want to tell us what you researched? What 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 aspect are you going with today? It's like I'm kind of all over the place because I found a bunch of different, like, like little short bits, you know. But. Can I tell you where I started and what I'm going to focus on? Because I just think this is great. I don't know if it's real or not. Okay. But I just want to get it out there. Do it. Um, I went with uh, President Eisenhower's okay. quote unquote meeting with extraterrestrials. Because I found some pretty interesting information on this. Oh, yeah. Did not go anywhere full disclosure, near that. <laughs> full disclosure. To all of our listeners, I am not saying that this actually happened. I am not saying that this did not happen. I am just saying this is on the internet and I'm going to read it because I thought it was interesting. (laughs) And just for shits and giggles, I think part of me wants to believe it's true. Because the very end of this that I read blew me away. 
And I just cracked up. And so I'm going to do that part at, towards the end because okay. we're going to have a lot of lots to talk about on that one. But <laughs> so that's where I'm going. That's what I'm focusing on. Eisenhower's meetings with E.T. There were three of them. But three of them. Yes. Three. C- confirmed. Oh, meeting. Confirmed by who himself? Uh, <laughs> OK, we'll get into it. All right. Got it's it. a wild ride. You know me. Why would I do anything that's not a wild ride? I got it. Um, yes. So, of course, in true four-man fashion, I suck more with, like, the scientific, this is what we know mentality. This is why we- I also went with the, like, researchers and scientists and, you know, astrologers and whatever the fuck. They also talk about, like some they call them excuses scientific excuses but i like i call them reasons because it's not i don't think they're really excuses they're more reasons why we're having a really hard time proving that aliens are a thing oh okay that's interesting and then i found an article that talks about alien abduction stories actually come from lucid dreaming which I found to be very interesting. I've heard a theory about that. Yeah. So, so I, wanna, I found that very, you dug it. very interesting. Oh, it's just a very short article. That's all right. It also reminds me of this ridiculously weird movie that my husband and I watched. So I'll probably talk about that as well. Oh, fuck yes. And we have movies. Man, where's Will Smith? We should have had Will Smith on here. He could have told us all about it. So uh, a lot of my articles came from LiveScience.com because they have a whole page of like of thousands of articles. I'll share that link unless you used it as I well. I can imagine. Yeah, like hundreds like, of pages of just very short articles that give you a link to go more in depth if you want. But yeah, okay, it was all over the place. Um, so in my searching, one of the Articles that I found, it was titled, Aliens on a Thousand Nearby Stars Could Actually See Us. So, like, oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Did you? I actually looked at that article. Yeah. And I did not dig any deeper because I was like, this is really interesting, but I wanted to stick with the president story. So I just kind of skipped over it. So, but I did see that article. Yeah. I didn't read it. It's actually pretty cool. So they, like... The researchers and scientists have studied over 1,004 potential star systems. So that's, you know, a sun with orbiting planets or satellites. Um, That if aliens did exist on any of these systems, they would have a direct line to be able to observe us, somewhat similar to how we're observing them. And the reason that this came about... Are you talking with your hands? I do. I always talk with my hands. Yeah, there you go. Very Italian of me. Yeah, very fucking long Italian. Very European of me. Yeah, here we go. Goodbye. Why? You're interrupting. Yeah, that's my job. Go. Okay. Elevator music, elevator music, elevator music. Shut the fucking door. <laughs> Please keep that in there. <laughs> Anyways. So this line of thought actually came from a couple of researchers that were like, you know, if we're able to observe 
these planets and stars, then who's to say they're not doing the same? Like it's reciprocatable. That's a made up word, but I used it. Um, it works. I knew what you meant. And the thing about our planet and kind of what scientists are finding, like observing other planets and their satellites, is that these forms, these beings, entities, aliens, could also detect that our Earth is able to host life. Based on our atmosphere, like you can visually see the atmosphere from space, as well as uh, the detection of, you know, oxygen hydrogen, the stuff that makes up our atmosphere. But it got me wondering, like, okay, cool. And this is why scientists want to send viruses to fucking space, is because other entities and other forms can survive in different climates. So, like, even if other planets aren't made up of oxygen, who's to say they can't live, you know, in a hydrogen... Yeah, on Saturn. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. So... So let's send E. coli up there and kill them all. Yeah, and see if it. <laughs> <Like, laughs> what? Wow. Okay. What? So I found that very interesting. Um, and planets aren't as like spaced out as people think. Like it's really hard, I guess, to think big like the universe because all we know is our our solar system. Yes, yeah. we find you know research planet X, fucking super earths and stuff but planets in our milky way as well as the universe as a whole there are plethoras of planets satellites orbiting objects so since 1992 when they first realized like if i point a telescope here and all of a sudden this star gets dim well clearly that's something orbiting it yeah since 92, they have confirmed 4,292 planet-like systems orbiting stars. 3,000 of them. 3,000 of them are orbiting like a star, so like our solar system. And um, okay. this is all due to TESS, or the Transiting Exoplanet Survey Satellite. So since its launch... It's been able to detect that many planets in solar systems. Wow. Like star systems. And then uh, the James Webb Space Telescope is launching sometime in this decade. So probably 2025, 2030. Um, and then from there, it's going to get sent off to be able to study planets more closely. So detect the type of atmosphere, detect what it's made out of, like that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, nice. So that'll be pretty cool, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Can you imagine E.T. just spying on us through a little telescope? Yep, humans are at it again. I just don't understand, like, why we're so caught up in, like, life only exists within oxygen. Because I guess that's all we know. And we've never had anything survive outside of the outside of bacteria and viruses. Yeah. And to the, uh, the well, little teddy bears things microorganisms teddy bear things yeah what are they called tag tick tag or dark dark and they they look like little teddy bears nailed it <laughs> <laughs> they look i like think it's just bears. because uh human nature is you have to have oxygen to live like yeah. for us we have to have oxygen if there is no oxygen you 
die. I mean, that's just the way it is. Then people have, I mean, and it's, I mean, you can also attribute that to like mines where collapses and no oxygen's getting in and everybody just kind of goes to sleep and never wakes up again. Like yeah. you have to have oxygen for us to live. But that doesn't mean that there are other beings out there that can't, that maybe they can just live on nitrogen or yeah. maybe they can just live on helium or, or oh God, or... Could you can you imagine? The helium ones, they'd all talk so funny. You don't know that. Well, I i mean, come on. You don't know that. They would have to. That would be such a waste. I mean, you would have to talk funny. <laughs> Otherwise, the hell. I mean, it wouldn't be funny to them. What if they, like, sucked in oxygen and their voice changed like ours did when we sucked in helium? <gasps> oh, my God. I think I'm onto something. Could you imagine, though? Uh, helium aliens breathe in oxygen and talk funny like they would sound like us no they would sound like us and then they would freak out and think it was hilarious so (laughs) they sound like chipmunks all the time Mm -hmm. but then they suck in oxygen and sound like regular humans (sighs) we have got to meet that species you know it's out there somewhere we've got to meet them they probably are I'm bringing a helium balloon so I can blend. Oh, show. Oh, God. It, even if we did, like, manage to get into space travel and we found this helium planet, like. It's out there. We would be cracking up. Oh, fuck yeah. Because we sound ridiculous yeah. and they would think we sound normal. You have to wear under your spacesuit <laughs> because you're going to be laughing so hard when they start talking, you know. That's I don't know. I don't know. I did read somewhere, and I think I also saw this in one of the many alien shows that I watch because, you know, I'm weird like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why aliens started, like, what actually got them interested in Earth. Now, this is just a theory, but a lot of the alien and UFO sightings blew up after we dropped the atomic bomb. Um, and that's when they started coming. Yeah. That's when they started. That's when that's about the same time frame that sightings were being seen. And it was shortly uh, before, I guess, uh, Eisenhower had the meetings. Um, it all kind of tied in with it all started allegedly because of the atomic bomb. Something happened when we dropped that bomb that ETs were like, uh, uh, maybe we should go talk to the puny humans down there and let them know, like, I uh, probably don't want to fuck with this stuff. Yeah, but, but allegedly, that's what kind of started. Don't you think it would have started when we were testing them? Because we tested them in the middle of who the fuck knows where, islands. Well, maybe that's kind of... They started... It got their attention, but when we actually dropped it, and that big, you know. Then that destroys all the theories that the aliens helped build the pyramids and Machu Picchu and Stonehenge. I didn't think about that. So those are all no land void. Hmm. I wonder if it's a different species. That's possible. Nah. 
different aliens. Could be. Who knows? I mean, I didn't even think about that. Of course aliens had to come and help build pyramids. Of course. Humans are too stupid. Yes, totally. We're we're stupid. Yeah, okay. How are you going to look at a rock and be like, I'm going to turn this into a pyramid. And it's going to look like this. And it needs to line up directly like this. And how are you going to get it so high? Besides the pulley system. That's kind of what they used. A lot of slave labor. Back then, that area of the world had trees as well. So the, the thought of them doing the little rolly on the tree method is legit. But how do you uh, explain the precision? How do you explain super geniuses these days? Yeah, they weren't around back then. You don't know that. <laughs> I do. I was there. Do not. Oh, <laughs> Jokes on you, my whole planet Saturn. I, I, I time jumped, you know. I time jumped. Yeah, yeah. That's all good. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But even geniuses, like, I mean, they're really freaking smart, but wouldn't they have been considered? I don't know. I think I'm trying to get too deep into that. We're just going to go with genius. Geniuses help. Super geniuses build back then were probably fucking medicine men for all we know shaman and yeah, yeah. shamans mm-hmm. it was witches weren't until like women started to being smart so women were always smart they just I were know. like so, uh, oppressed no they were still the neck they turned the head they were the neck pillow talk hey babe wouldn't this be a good idea yeah 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 next day hey guys i've got this great yeah. idea <laughs> It just came to me in a dream. Anyway. Hmm. Well, that is interesting, though. Um, another. How certain ways. Okay. Mm-hmm. Another really interesting article I found is that the Milky Way likely hosts a plethora of dead civilizations. So, like, our our solar system, our, our, our Milky Way. Mm-hmm. Before the Earth was even formed, had already had living beings, like planets that hosted living beings. And the reason that they are now now no longer is because all living organisms fall, like rise and fall. All civilizations are destined to be doomed. You know, that kind of mentality. Um, And that most likely, like, forming of new planets black holes, supernovas, that type of stuff is actually what wiped out a lot of the newer civilizations or, you know, okay. planets with habitable life. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I love it. <laughs> so, so that article is suggesting that we have a bunch of dead aliens just kind of orbiting in our solar system. Well, dead in theory, yes. They're billions of years old type dead civilizations, but it's possible that other planets and whatnot hosted life before our planet was even thought of or created. Big Bang okay. into existence, you know. Um, so we'll just call those uh, Jesus's first experiments. Maybe. Just wait. It's like that part no. in um, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Or Kurt Russell's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Putting mm-hmm. life forms on various different planets. Yeah. That's the oh. way I thought of it. Okay. Um, it also says that they actually ran a model 
and put a bunch of numbers to the theories behind, you know, death from supernova, death from self-destructions, death from whatever the fuck is out there. And that okay. life was likely emerging on various different planets around 5.5 billion years ago. Okay. Within the Milky Way itself. So that's not yeah. talking about the universe. Just. Yeah. Yeah. Just our little. Our, our little, little slice of the universe. Our little swirl in the in the black vastness. Um, they also believe that this more super intelligent civilizations likely led themselves on a path of destruction, much like the human race is doing now. Uh, we just cannot seem to learn from history. No. Nah. All right. Ever. Why would you? <sighs> Hard-headed motherfuckers. <laughs> I know I'm one of those guys. I'm just raising my hand right now. I'm one of those hard-headed motherfuckers. But it's I all wonder- right. I wonder if that thought, that mentality that humans are destined to do themselves, like the whole aliens didn't start showing up to the atomic bomb thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's like where that thought came from. They're trying to help us yeah. not destroy themselves. Like, yo, you well, might want to lay off the nukes. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, well, let's think about this, okay? If they're saying that aliens came you know, to help the pyramids and to line all this stuff up. Let's say they were there before. Then we have this long period of time where they were gone. So what happened? And then we drop an atomic bomb and then they're back and they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Didn't we tell you off last Did you not learn? (laughs) Like, we did all this shit from you for you and then you want to go and drop an atomic bomb. And now here we are again having to babysit you. Maybe that happened. That's possible. Strange, but yeah, who knows? Very strange. Maybe but, Elon mean, Musk stranger thing. <gasps> and Stephen Hawking. Maybe they're aliens. I've maybe, yes. Maybe like these ultra intelligent intelligent people are actually disguised aliens. I mean, I believe it. They go home and just pop their little human suit. Their human suit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Stephen Hawking was fucking a... I can't even comprehend how smart he was. I mean, he was just a genius. He even like had a disability and was still intellectually smarter than everybody on the world in the world. And then here comes Elon Musk, who is like... Trying to help California. Hell, he's um, trying to help th- the human race as a whole. Oh, get he's to helping fucking, everybody. Yeah. But because he lives in California and is tired of sitting in traffic, he's like, you know what? Let's drill holes in the ground. Let's make an underground highway system. You'll be safe from earthquakes. It'll cut down the traffic. And they told him no. I think they told him no. They I think that did. was the last thing. But, I mean, he's just trying to help better society. He's freaking awesome. Way awesome. He's on the Joe Rogan podcast a lot, and I love it when he goes on there because some of the stuff he talks about, Joe Rogan's even like, okay, dude, bring it down here to our level. We're like, lost. I mean, that sounds really cool, <laughs> but can you explain it a little better? Yeah, can you like, explain that in normal wait. human terms? Because. Yeah. I don't know. Elon, we need you to know your audience. Right now, you're talking to super geniuses. 
This is a podcast for normal humans. <laughs> yeah, so just, just get that here. I mean, yeah. it sounds great, but let's explain it a little more. Yeah, yeah he's the, uh, I love listening to, because just to listen to him speak and kind of listen to the way, the, you works. know, he's processing, you know, and he's talking and he's processing and talking and you're just like, wow, I can't even like think about what I'm going to cook for dinner. You know, without getting sidetracked. And here you are just... Yeah. Crunching out like a human computer. He must be an alien. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, see? I can can get behind that idea. Yeah, let's go with that one. Mm -hmm. Either that or they're all AI bots and we're just too dumb to realize it. I don't think... uh, The reason I don't think uh, Elon is AI because he's working so hard to get AI there. So, I do feel like... Before Elon Musk goes to see Jesus, he's probably going to figure out how to transfer the human soul into an AI. Ooh, like that episode that Damien and I watched called Uploaded. Yes. Yeah, you basically just save your memory and upload it into the ether. Yes. I feel like Elon Musk is going to make that happen. Well, that'll be interesting. Anyway, okay. And then, um, so I'm going to jump into these proposed strange and scientific reasons. I'm going to call them reasons because they're not really excuses. Okay. Um, As to why humans have the hardest time finding evidence of alien existence. So I've broken it up into the ones that I was like, okay, that's, you know, this is plausible. I'll respect these. And then I broke it up into the, eh. these are eh reasons in my own personal Probably opinion. Not. Yeah. Okay. So, one of the ones, which I also found other articles on, is uh, that these alien forms or organisms or whatever are hidden in underground oceans on frozen planets. So, like, a lot of the moons that orbit some of our planets are very frozen, but underneath, it's a very movement-friendly fluid. fluid. Yes, that's a good word. You're doing good. (laughs) I'm having the worst time with words today. Um. So they don't even realize like there's anything above that ice and we don't realize that they're under it because it's so thick. And the only way we'll ever get through it is an Armageddon-sized oil rig drill and we just haven't made it to that point in our exploration yet. But that makes sense because some of the UFO sightings, they're said to be going into water and back into the air. Yeah. So that would make sense, like diving. Okay, I I can get behind that one. So that's one of them. Um, it's possible that they cannot escape their super Earth-like planets just based on the movement of the planet, its rotation, and its gravity. So they're saying, like, a lot of these super, super planets are too big, and they just, like, the, if there's intelligent life on there, they haven't figured out a way to propel themselves fast enough to get out of the atmosphere. Orbit. Okay. And so that is... Okay. That's one theory, is that they just can't escape yet, and we're not advanced enough to get to their planets. Okay. And then the other last one that I was like, okay, this this is uh, relatable as fuck. Okay. (laughs) We've actually already found alien life forms, but we're too squirrel to realize that we found them. So like totally. Yeah. So like humans already have this idea of what alien structures look like, what alien aircraft look like what yeah. they sh- like their form should look like and we've overlooked it 
because we're so caught up in our own depiction of what we think they should look like. And so, yeah, there was a study. It could be like a rock. That's actually a house. Yes. But we see it as a rock. Yes. Because that is what we already know, you know? So, yeah. Uh, aliens don't live rocks. <laughs> they got these like zoomy towers or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so I totally see that. There was a study done with 137 people, and they were given various images of like places on Earth, and told to find signs of alien life. They weren't told they were photos of Earth. They were just given like, here is a picture. Find the alien life forms. Oh, okay. Even though, like, and since this was a controlled study, they took a Uh picture of a man in a gorilla suit and put him in various places on these images. Only Uh 30% of people in the study were able to point out, like, there's this weird little gorilla man on this image, but that's not an alien. Move on, you know. Oh. So this is where they get the idea that even if it fucking slapped them in the face, people would just not realize you know, 70% of people would not realize that they're staring at alien anything. Huh. So I thought that, like, that's an interesting way to do the study. Yeah, yep. but I mean, it proved a point. It did. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, outside no, of that. I'm never going to look at anything the same again now. <laughs> Thank are you. you an alien? Are you an alien? Is this an alien? This cup could be an alien. I'm telling you, that tree outside's looking kind of funky now. <laughs> I mean, it was just a tree, but now I don't know. Oh, God. So, yes. I think that would be more, like, applicable to, like, our Mars exploration. Yeah. So. Or any other planet. Yeah, it's just a a sand dune. No, no. That's really a whole civilization. Underground. You'll never know. I'm pretty sure mosquitoes are aliens, and we kill them off every day. I feel like the shit in the deep, fucking deep, deep, deep ocean. Oh, like the one with the little light in the fangs. <laughs> Anglerfish, yes. Oh, that's what it's called? Well, it's a scary motherfucker, man. Octopus. That's give you nightmares. Octopus. Oh. Is, that's actually a theory, is that, like, aliens are already on Earth. A lot of the life forms that we see on Earth have been brought in from outside of earth sharks Um, they're thinking like bacteria and stuff on asteroids that crash and all of a sudden we have new species of whatever don't tell the government this they'll try to blame covid on on aliens oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's always like i've always read articles that octopus are actually like intelligent alien Forms. What about um is it jellyfish that can like die and then reborn themselves? Like they never they never actually die, but they can like start over. Is it jellyfish? It might be. What's the one that like never die? I think it's jellyfish. Possible. I don't know. Like they just they can regrow their cells, redo their cells, and they just never die. Could be. I think it's jellyfish. That would be a question for my husband. Anyway. Yeah. So the... Dolphins have to be aliens. They're too smart. Well, yeah, there's a whole movie on it. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. On dolphins? The very beginning intro is talking about all of the dolphins leaving. They had been an alien trying... Like, they were aliens on planet Earth trying to warn the humans that... Like, 
life was coming to an end as we know it. The whole intro song. Oh. Well, okay. So long and thanks Shows for you all how the much fish. I <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Yes. Probably I should stop drinking, but it's okay. too much fun. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the reasons that I read are they're already existing as super intelligent robots. Okay. Yep, that's, that's exactly what I put in my notes in parentheses was, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> okay. so it, like maybe like phones, because we have smartphones. That but... was what it was talking about, but oh. that just, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Like okay. my thought process does not work the way that this part of the article worked, I guess. Okay. Okay. But I apparently I'm on your side because I'm just like, okay. Yep. Like, um, I really don't see my Xbox being a alien, yeah. but okay. Yeah, right? Maybe Alexa and Siri. They could be uh, robot or aliens. They're AI. Like, they're not. Yeah, no, I get you. I get it. I'm, okay. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. All right. We're stretching. We're stretching here. Um, <laughs> humans will destroy or already have destroyed all alien life that they've encountered. Um, it goes along with this me first mentality. So like they didn't really explain that part, but it stated that like basically any civilization that's capable of exploring beyond its own solar system will most likely continue on a path of unrestricted growth and expansion. So if humans ever do get outside of their own solar system, we'll just take over. Yeah. They'll either destroy other forms of life just based out of curiosity and research, you know, we're already sending fucking viruses and bacteria to space. So yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, look what happened to all of the Indians, the native tribes. I totally can see that. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then, um, another reason we haven't found alien life is because the universe is expanding, even though at a very slow rate, galaxies are spreading further apart. They blamed it on a stuff okay. called dark matter. I didn't really dig into that, but Elon Musk understands that one. He, he you know he does. listens to our to our podcast. So I'll tag him in it. Fuck. Um, <laughs> but uh, so basically, like all of the solar systems within the universe are gradually drifting apart, either from pulls from the black black holes, just the movement of the solar system itself, because we're not stationary. Yeah. We're shifting through no. this vastness of blackness, you know? Yeah. So like, and all of the different galaxies and solar systems are, that is the fucking name of what the Milky way is. It's a galaxy. It's taken me this long for it to fucking click. Anyway, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is the Milky way? What is the Milky way? It's a galaxy. Um, so yeah, so that's another thing that is theorized is that we're just kind of shifting apart. And then um, okay. two other things is alien life forms couldn't evolve fast enough. Like their evolution oh. just didn't take off like ours did. So it just died out. I kind of have a hard time believing that if they can visit us, you know. But that's not proven. It's not scientifically proven that they've been here. It's just really bad grainy photos, you know, like Bigfoot and people's thoughts. Or lucid yeah. dreaming. Okay. And then the last one for this reason, scientific reasons, is that aliens triggered their own climate changes on their own home worlds 
thus wiping out their civilizations, which could also go back to maybe they are coming here to warn us about, yo, idiots, what? stop dropping nukes on other countries. Right. So Can't we all just get along? <laughs> yeah. So that is what okay. I found outside of this lucid dreaming thing, but I feel like it's going to tie into your Presidente stuff. And if not, we can talk about yeah. it after that. It's just very strange. Yeah. Well, um, we got to end this strange. Otherwise, what are we doing? True. So I'll talk about President Eisenhower, also known as Ike. They call him Ike in this this, um, little tidbit that I have. There you go. Article. See? Yeah, see? Yep. I have a problem. (laughs) We're struggling today. (laughs) (laughs) We are. But that's okay. Um, so in 1953, uh, when w- President Truman uh, was giving up the Oval Office, he gave President Eisenhower, clearly the new president, uh, this hefty, they called it a hefty file concerning top secret, a top secret project called the Majestic 12. Uh, this was classified by Truman uh, as classified executive order. So n- n- you had to have like a serious clearance to be able to see this. Yep. Uh, the Majestic 12 was uh, consisted of a group of scientists, military personnel, and other governmental professionals who all worked together to communicate and try to understand UFOs and extraterrestrials. So that's yep. what it was called, Majestic 12. Um, Sounds like a boss so, fight. Wow. <laughs> we're going to take on these UFOs and these ETs. Let's go. Um, okay. So uh, Eisenhower always had a strong belief that, obviously, there was life on other planets. Uh, in February 1954, he spent several days in Palm Springs on vacation. He disappeared for several hours one Saturday afternoon and missed a scheduled public dinner. Now, for those of you who don't know, presidents don't just miss scheduled public dinners. Nope. This was a problem. Yeah. Okay. He was not seen again until late the following morning. Uh, the, the, what... I guess officials told the press was that he went to the dentist. He did not go get his teeth cleaned. What? Like, presidents don't yes. just go to the dentist and miss a scheduled dinner event. Yes. What a dumb so, fucking excuse. Like, you guys couldn't have come up with I something mean, more creative. Like, he wasn't he feeling well. He had food guys. poisoning. Yeah. Like, anything. He was so not clearly, feeling well, like he had a migraine. Who the fuck? Like anything. And he went to the dentist. He went to the dentist. Okay. Needless to say, that poor, that story fell apart pretty quickly. I'm sure it did. Because back then, the media did what they were supposed to do. They actually yes. checked and did their research and all of this. Yeah. So... Clearly, they found no medical or dental records for that day. There was no reference. Uh, I think they claimed he had a broken tooth or something like that. But uh, when he reappeared, there was no broken tooth. There was no record of a broken tooth. Nothing like this. Okay. 
So, um, wait, there's a out. man named. Did the guy who came up with this excuse get fucking fired? Um, I feel like he should have got fired. Does it say? It does not say. Yeah, I'm. Uh, But it does say, like, a Washington Post staff writer, Peter Carlson, denies the story of a chip tooth and calls it all a cover up. Okay. So somebody did their job. Yeah. Whoever did not do their job, it does not say if they got fired. But I mean, I would have said he had the shits. Right. Nobody wants to fuck with you if you've got the shits. Like, food poisoning, something. So just. We understand. It's good. Uh, so a man named uh, William Cooper, who was a uh, naval in- intelligence, uh, who I'm sorry, who was on the naval intelligence briefing team, had access to classified documents and is a credible witness. Uh, his uh, review of some documents revealed that ETs, they call them ETs, extraterrestrials, aliens, whatever you want to call them. Um, had contact with Earth, and they had warned that Earth was on the path of self-destruction, and they wanted to meet up and help and um, to give humans long-lasting peace, long-lasting life. Like, don't destroy yourselves. Uh, So according to this, Eisenhower's first meeting with the aliens occurred at Edwards Air Force Base in February of 1954. Uh, Naval Commander James L. Suggs uh, reported that his father had attended the meeting between Ike and the ETs. Eisenhower met two, okay, I'm probably going to mess this up. Nordic, maybe? Okay. Uh, Beings. They had blue eyes. um, And a third one stood near the door as a lookout. So they were kind of doing the same thing that humans were doing, obviously. First, you're going to protect the president. You're going to have his back. So they also were kind of set up the same way. Uh, according to him, the discussions were polite. Eisenhower wanted to, um, actually sign a treaty with the aliens, uh, but the aliens were unwilling, uh, to agree to the demands. They wanted us, uh, to cease testing nuclear weapons. The aliens left with no treaty in place because Eisenhower wasn't sure that he wanted to do that yet. Uh, but returned the next year to Holman Air Force Base in New Mexico, not too far from where the famous Roswell alien aircraft crash site happened. Um, so that's why, according to this article, Eisenhower was meeting with the aliens. He wanted them to sign a, a treaty, treaty, but they were asking too much of Americans or of humans, I suppose. Um, so the next meeting, okay, that was New Mexico. Uh, I'm kind of skipping around because some of this just is not, um, it's not. So that, uh, a man named Gerald Light wrote a letter in April of 1954 claiming to have been an eyewitness to the Edwards Air Force Base meeting between Eisenhower's and the aliens. Uh, Light provided details such as watching Air Force officials 
study five aircrafts with the permission of the alien owners. So it kind of goes into a little more detail um, that they were actually landed. The These UFOs had landed. The aliens came out of the aircraft and they allowed them to go in and kind of view it, which if that really happened, fucking right, man. That'd be cool as fuck. Um, <laughs> Probably wouldn't so, understand half the tech on that thing. Fuck no, but it'd be cool as hell to be like, fuck it. Can I see the driver's seat? What, what is, is this button, button do? Yep, yeah, what is this button do? <laughs> um, there were several eyewitness reports to the Holman Air Force Base, which was the second meeting between Ike and the aliens. Um, it It's... About 120 miles from the Roswell incident, uh, in February of 1955, approximately 300 people saw Air Force One land at Holman Air Force Base and taxi back out to the end of the runway. Sorry. Shortly after the plane landed, the pilot uh, instructed the tower to turn off all radar, which is a huge no-no, but... When the president tells you to do something, you do it. Usually, yeah. Um, well, uh, instruct him to turn off all while the president's plane was on the tarmac. Shortly after Air Force One landed, the radar was turned off. Three round objects were seen in the sky. One landed about 200 feet in front of Air Force One. The other one hovered over the area as to, though they were keeping watch. And the third one disappeared from visibility. So they were showing, like... Probably, I'm guessing that third one is if shit were to hit the fan, that one was armed and ready to go. That's probably cloaked um, or something. Yeah. yeah. So a man presumed to be Eisenhower descended from the steps of Air Force One. He was seen shaking hands with a being at the door of the saucer, then entering the unusual saucer-shaped aircraft. Uh, Ike was in the saucer for about 45 minutes. When he left, he was not wearing a hat, and it was clearly visible to many observers. All witnesses recognized him as President Eisenhower. The respected author and former Pentagon consultant, Timothy Good, came forward in 2012 to talk about Ike's meeting with the aliens. Uh, Good discussed the purpose of these meetings. Uh, the upshot is that these particular extraterrestrials, like many other ETs, apparently wanted peace. Uh, they were trying to negotiate some sort of posi- positive settlement for Earth's problems. Evidence indicates that they all wanted the U.S. to discontinue testing nuclear weapons. That was number one on all of these meetings. They were like, stop, just don't get rid of them. Don't do it. Shoot each other. Don't drop nuclear weapons. Yeah. Nu- nu- nuclear weapons. Um, <clears throat> at first, they appeared uh, apparently wanted the public to be told the truth about their existence. In the final treaty, they seemingly had changed their minds and wanted to remain secret. <clears throat> it's not clear if they wanted that or if that's what the government wanted. It's probably not a little clear, bit of both. but there's yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say we're going to meet in the middle. It's probably both. Like, as our life, look, the human race finds out y'all are real. Shit's going to hit the fan. Like, nukes are going to be the least of your problems. Um, (laughs) It'll be a man. Ultimately, (laughs) right. Ultimately, 
Eisenhower signed a treaty with the alien race called Alien Greys. Uh, the terms of the treaty are reported to have been, and this is my favorite part. So here's what he allegedly signed with the aliens. Okay. Number one, uh, we would not be involved in their affairs and they would not become involved in ours. Okay. Number two, they would help us with developing new technology. I feel like number two contradicts number one, but that's just me. Okay. Uh, Number three, uh, they would not make a treaty with any other nation on earth. So this was just a treaty with the United States. Again, very difficult to believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was just made up by our government. Yes. So I feel like number two and number three contradict number one, but that's just me. All right. Number four, they could adopt humans for various experiments, but had to provide names of all those they abducted to Earth. To Earth's Majestic 12 Committee. Let that sink in for just a minute. Why would you authorize these foreign beings to abduct? Like, are we allowed to abduct your people? Fuck no, we're not that smart. According to this, this is what this is saying. That our president, President Eisenhower, signed a treaty that says you you can abduct humans for various experiments. It doesn't say what experiments. It just says various yeah. experiments, but you just have to let have us to know report. who. Exactly, you have to tell us who you're taking, and you can only take the crazies. Occasionally, you can take a smart one, but no, I don't think to the crazy. That's no. not how it works. No. And again, I repeat that this contradicts. One. We would not be involved in their affairs, and they would not become involved in ours. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. If you abduct a human being and do an experiment on them, you are becoming involved in our affairs. And the last one was the public would not be informed of the existence of aliens. Well, joke's on you. I think we were already well informed if this did occur. If this flying saucer thing happened. This is insane. And this is where I kind of ended it because the rest of it was just kind of a. It didn't really. It just says government cover ups and all of this. You know, the Roswell uh, thing was a a balloon. But now they're coming out and say, oh, yeah, it was actually an alien spacecraft, which we all knew. But I thought that this treaty that had five things on it. Was insane. It's just, like you said, they all contradict the first one. But, again, we're talking about the government, so the government is very gray area as it is. So I'm sure if number one was questioned because two contradict or three contradict, oh, no, that's not what we meant by that. What we meant was... It's very broad language. Yes. Like, it leaves a lot of open doors. Yeah. Like... Which is government anyway. (laughs) And I, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel like all of this has already kind of been thrown out the window. Like, I mean, we're, I feel, I honestly feel like some technology that the government has 
you know, we're not ever going to know the extent exactly what they want. And we don't need to know the, we, nobody needs to know. The government needs to know because they need to have the advantage in case our enemies come in and attack us. And I'm totally cool with that. But I do feel like as advanced as the technology that's released to the public is, I do feel like some of that may have came, may have helped. I mean, if you, even if uh, we don't even have to talk about nowadays, look at what Hitler was doing. Yeah. With his technology. And a lot of people are saying that Hitler had kind of the same conversation with an alien species and he was making all kinds of shit. You know, how did he know that back then? Like some of that technology was not even there. Like it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So I definitely get the technology part. I think we did get some. I'm not saying we got all of it, but I think some of it came from a little bit of outside help, which is cool. But all the rest of the shit, why would you sign? I you just, knew the public would find out. Yeah, yeah. They always find out. It might be 50 years down the road, but they will always find out. Well, not only that, but let's let's not be naive to think that if there were another race going into a treaty, it wouldn't be for the United States. It would be for all of Earth. Yeah. Yeah. So that, like, right there in itself is just like, okay, how legit is this article? not make treaty. any treaty with any other nation. Government nonsense. Bitch, I just talked to Hitler. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was just across the seas. What? What? Okay. okay. I bet you they signed that with their fingers crossed behind their back. Yeah, probably. You know? Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> like okay, tentacles. let's pinky swear. It's ridiculous. And then they could adduct humans for various experiments. But your name had to be given to this Earth's Majestic 12 Committee. Majestic 12. Did they ever Majestic release 12. the names of these people that were abducted? Not in this article, and I read two others that I could not find. It just said that they were um, scientists, military personnel, and government personnel. Which, military and government, kind of the same thing, but it had to be. I'm guessing like CIA, FBI, that kind of thing, but. All right. So Eisenhower said, take my humans, experiment on them. Just the U.S. Don't tell ones. them you're real. Yes. And, and, and I, I don't know if it's just, I mean, you're about to tell us some stories, maybe, of how it could be like elusive dreaming or, and we've all heard abduction stories. We've all heard some. Yeah. And it kind of makes you think, you know, some people are pretty legit. Other people you're like, yeah. Are you sure you weren't just like really stoned, <laughs> or you didn't have too Did much you hit to your drink? Head too much really stone. hard, like because I've drank and fell down before. I I understand it happens. It's okay. You don't have to come up with an alien story. Yeah, okay. like yes. just tell us what happened. We'll believe you. It's not going to yeah. be nearly as cool as the alien story, but it's all right. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but that's what I found out. I thought that was very interesting. That. I mean, and this is not the first time that I've heard a rumor that a president talked to. I didn't know what president it was, so I had to, like, search. And then it came out to be 
President then, Eisenhower. Not only that, but like if the aliens didn't did not want to be seen, don't you think they would have showed up with all their shit cloaked? Right. Right. Or hidden or whatever technology that they have, like blending camouflage software, whatever. What if it was like, you know, one of those people where their bag of trash has to be bigger than your bag of trash? Yeah. Like, what if those are the ones that we see? Like, yeah, bitches, I'm fucking here. What? What now? And then the other, they go back home and the other aliens are like, really, dude? With, like, we signed this treaty. You're not supposed to do that shit. No, they got to fucking know. I don't care about no damn treaty. I'm a rebel. Yeah, yeah. Could have been. Oh, can you imagine that in a helium voice? Oh, my God. No, I just my... Like <laughs> <laughs> this big buff alien-looking thing. Speaking of like a chipmunk. I don't have a chipmunk <laughs> voice, but... God, I wish I had some helium right now. Fuck, that'd be great. Oh, my God. Anyways. Yeah, that... So, it does not... The only part that that would tie into is if old Presidente fucking passed out and had a lucid dream about meeting aliens. Which Who's to say it wasn't all a dream? Although there are people that actually saw him walk into a disc-shaped saucer. thing. Who's to saucer. say the government didn't plan that all out? Who, like, how's it could have just been our own creation? creation. Yeah. Our own design and we were testing it out. Hollywood man came Shit. through. Ah, CGI in real life is hard. Okay. <laughs> so, lucid dreaming is where sleepers are aware that they're dreaming and that they manipulate their dreams as they go. Um, it okay. says about 55% of people experience lucid dreaming at least once or more in their lifetimes. And 23% of people have a lucid dream at least once a month, according to a 2016 study in the Journal of Consciousness and Cognition. Holy fuck. They took five decades worth of sleep research and came up with these statistics. Wow. So, claims of alien abductions have dated back to the 19th century. Okay. Yeah. And I've never been abducted. Abducted. Me either. And they believe that the reason people believe that these are abductions is because generally when you're having a dream and you have a really scary dream or one where you're not so sure how it's going to unfold, that sleep paralysis takes over because your body's actually experiencing that flight or flight syndrome. And so sometimes when you're in that lucid state and you don't realize you're in it yet, it ends up feeling like reality because you easily wake up from this experience and think that, you know, you were awake for it. Like it was happening. Yeah. Um, so Russian researchers did some dream experience or experiments to provide clues about these extraterrestrial abductions. Um, they prompted lucid dreamers. So they told lucid dreamers, like, if you know you're in control of your dream, dream about these encounters with aliens or UFOs and report them back to us. Like, give us all the facts, what happened, you know, your experience of these situations. So 
the Phase Research Center in Moscow, it says recently, so it doesn't really give a timeline, but they did a research on lucid dreamers with 152 adults who self-identified as lucid dreamers. So, you know, they, okay. you know, signed up for this thing saying, yes, I have a lucid dream, at least blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then they were instructed to, when you go to sleep and you have, you know, you're having a lucid dream, summon some aliens or UFOs or whatever, and then report the findings back. They found that 114 of the participants reported dreaming about some type of successful interaction. So they either had a conversation, they had a meeting, they just saw them, or they, um, you know, saw UFOs, had interactions with UFOs, or were abducted. Okay. 61% of these lucid dreamers described aliens as those that you would see in science, you know, science fiction novels, so big green, big eyes, like... Okay. Relatable alien mm -hmm. forms. And then yeah. others, 19%, said that they just look like ordinary people. Like one or two features were different than what a normal human would look like. Okay. And that just kind of goes back into the, this is all we know. So this is what our brain yeah. interprets it as. Yeah. Out of all of the participants, only one female participants said that they looked like little men, like so smaller versions of us, covered in blue skin. And they had larger than normal heads. But not like crazy big alien heads, you know, what we've depicted. But like just slightly larger than little body big head? Yeah. Every man everywhere. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Little body big head. Yep. Okay. Little oh, it's like a bobblehead. Yeah, yes. Yep, that's kind of okay. how she, yep, explain them, little bobbleheads. Um, <laughs> we found the aliens, people. They are the bobbleheads. Bobbleheads. Uh, she reported that during her elusive dream, and uh, uh, she was invited onto their spaceship. As she was walking on, she was blinded by a bright light, almost like a searchlight directly in her face. All of a sudden, her vision was gone. She felt lightheaded and dizzy, and then she woke up. Okay. Another, That's crazy. Yeah. Another participant said that he dreamed he was lying on his bed and he felt as though he was being drugged somewhere. He ended up in a room with a white silhouette that reached into his chest and started moving around utensils, uh, not utensils, tools, like medical tools. And then he woke up. Okay, that's a ghosty. That's not <laughs> I think that's a poltergeist, man. <laughs> That's a ghosty, not an alien. You are in the wrong trial. You are a little wrong here. You should probably go see a no. psychiatrist. Okay. Yep. Um, of the participants that had a lucid dream and were able to uh, re-describe their encounters, said that 24% of their realistic encounters, um, while they were being studied, were in a state of sleep paralysis. So, like, the, the people studying their sleep noted that they were in a paralysis type state okay uh so that also denotes that during this lucid dreaming that they were in a state of fear or terror like they feared for their lives so their body just went into fucking defense mode um the one and for those of you who don't know that means you cannot move your body you're yes. just stuck still and cannot move at all 
I've had this a few times, like having a really scary dream and you wake up and you just like, you feel so heavy, like you can't move. And then you start freaking out because you can't, (laughs) it's a terrible roller coaster. Yeah, you're like, and you're trying, like you are trying hard. Yeah, I've, I've had it happen twice, I think. Yep. And it's, it's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Usually when I have those, it's because I'm either being murdered in my sleep. Or somebody that I care for is being murdered and there's nothing I can do about it. Like I'm watching it. Yeah. And I'll use uh, the last one that I had was really weird. Uh, Eric was uh, gone on a, a work trip for like a night or two nights. Um, and I was laying in bed and I thought that I was awake. I was pretty sure I was awake, but I've, I felt like there were two people that were in my room and they came and sat down on my bed and I felt the bed like somebody sit on the bed and somebody laid across my legs and I couldn't move. I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. I couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, they weren't, I did not feel threatened by these two people. I don't know why I know it was two people. I Rue was not in the room when I finally was able to move and look around I don't know what was happening. They weren't trying to threaten me. They weren't trying to hurt me, which was really weird to have sleep paralysis because usually something terrifying is happening, but they were just there. And then at some point I was, I actually started to be able to move. They left my room. I got up, I walked to the kitchen window and I thought I saw Eric's car there. And I tried to like yell out to him like, hey, where are you? And couldn't speak, couldn't do anything. And then like I was walking back to the bedroom and then I finally snapped out of it and realized where I was. And I was actually out of my room, like coming back to the bedroom. So all of that actually happened. Well, I don't know about the two people. I don't know what happened there. But Like, Eric was not there. The lights were not on. He was not watching TV. The two people that I thought were, like, there were not there. It was the weirdest thing ever. It was so weird. I don't even know what happened. Yeah, I told Eric about it the next day. I was like, the fuck happened to me? (laughs) He was like, I don't know. (laughs) But I do remember the way that our bed was facing. The door to our room was on my side. Like, the head of my bed and the door were in a line yeah and so the next when he got home I was like we're rearranging this this has to move I don't know why moving my bed made it better but it did and that that was the last time I had sleep paralysis but it wasn't anything which is so weird because sleep paralysis is usually I would say probably 95% of the stories you hear is bad things are happening so but that was nothing bad like I wasn't in any danger nobody was trying to hurt me I never got the, yeah, yeah, it was so weird. It was like, leave me the fuck alone, man. And then when I finally did get up, I was sleepwalking and I was like, the fuck is happening right now? It was weird. Anyways, sorry. Well, and and back to the, no, well for you, like that wouldn't really have been a lucid dream, a lucid dream because you weren't controlling what was going on in your dream or were you? No. No, I mean, I wasn't. I thought Eric was home, so yeah. I went to the kitchen window, and I saw his... 
I mean, clearly I was dreaming because yeah. I saw the vehicle. It's like work vehicle that he was driving at the time. But you're also sleepwalking. But I was also sleepwalking. And then, I mean, it was just all like it started out with sleep paralysis. Yeah. And then I was finally able to get out of that. And then I was sleepwalking. So I, I don't know. That was weird. I mean, it could have been aliens. I mean, they could have been like, hey, let's go fuck with Sabrina for a little while. <laughs> but I never felt I never felt like I was in danger or like whoever the two people were that came into the room. I never felt like they were trying to hurt me. I was terrified because I thought two people were in my house and I couldn't move. And I was trying to get to my gun. And I was like, you know, I mean, you grew up in Texas. You always have a gun in your room and people, you know uninvitedly come in your first reaction is they want to hurt you yeah get your protection and i don't know maybe it's a good thing i had sleep paralysis because (laughs) if i would have picked up a gun while sleeping there's no telling what would have happened i would have shot the cat or a wall or something yeah wow so i don't know that's great it's weird anywho back to our aliens well back to the vivid dreams and lucid dreaming is they say that if you're in a state of paralysis while asleep, it'll start to blur between reality and dreaming. So kind of like what you okay. experienced, like you were sleepwalking, yeah. but you were also in that state of paralysis beforehand. Um, yeah. So what uh, researchers and these sleep researchers are saying is that like we can't dispute that they, you know, maybe had a meeting or a, a thing, a, with aliens, but it's also, yeah. it could just be their dreams were so vivid that they believe that this is what happens. So this is what happens. Mm-hmm. it goes back to but not it could being also able to make um, uh, more vulnerable. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, they kind of open themselves up to it. Yep. And that's again. Uh, so that movie that I was telling you about is really, it's so fucking weird and it's very like indie made, but it's called the horse girl the horse girl yes and it's about this girl that is mentally unstable her family has a history of being mentally unstable but she's now on her own like graduated high school she's got a job she's living with her roommate and she starts to experience like trauma because she used to be big into horses but she's no longer you know welcome at the the place where she rode horses and you can tell oh. by the interaction between the people in the movie, like, you're no longer welcome here. But she yeah. is, like, in her own fucking world that she just keeps going back to the stables. Oh. And she keeps talking to the horse that, you know, was her horse when she rode. And, um, but then strange things starts happening and she starts having these really strange dreams about, like, an alien dimension. Hmm. I'm getting really fucking annoyed. Hold on. I don't know what that sound was. Anyway. um, So she starts doing weird things because she's having like deja vu between. Really? Anyway, it's a little girl slamming pool noodles and you can't really tell people off. Anyway, so she starts having these, like she's seeing people out in town, but she's starting to tie them into her dreams. And now she's blurring the, the difference between, you know, reality, dreaming these alien people that she swears she keeps dreaming about. Um, She keeps having like these moments of like out of body experience. So like there's a scene where she's walking 
through town. She thinks she's dreaming, and she shows up at the craft store completely naked. But she was, like, okay. sleepwalking, you know? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she comes, too, and she's in the, you know, the whatever. But she had seen somebody from her dream, but she had seen them in real life already. So she starts, like, blurring it all together. Well, then come to find out, her grandmother in the movie was schizophrenia. So they believe that that's what she's suffering from. And then the ending's just fucking weird. So I can't even explain it. Don't know what it even means. Yeah, don't ruin it because I want to watch the movie now. Yeah, but it's very strange. Huh. Well, and that's what I was going to ask because usually... Uh, you know, when we were in high school, we were like, oh, all dreams have meanings. Let's try to figure out what these meanings are. And I do remember reading that everybody, like, in your dreams, you'll see people that you don't recognize, but they say that at some point in your life, you saw that face, that particular face. And so your brain just kind of, like... Throws it in trying to process it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, when all if they claim that all of this is elusive dreaming, I mean, you would have to watch. Well, I mean, I guess you could watch any alien show to plug in an alien. Yeah. But I mean, how would you get bobblehead aliens? It just might be the way that her brain processes information. But it, it like- is, yeah. The brain is like this weird fucking very complex thing that people still don't under, fully understand. It keeps rewiring, which that's also like every weird. time you learn something <laughs> and I know. Jeez, can, can, can we not trust anything? No. I trust that aliens are real, but I don't want to be abducted. Leave me and alone. And we don't have a fucking treaty with just the U.S. What a dumb, like that yeah. article, all that article did was make me annoyed. <laughs> I thought it was great. Like, I it's cool. It. It's, it's like cool all over the place. That they had the thing called the Majestic 12. Like, I would want to be a part of that just for the name. Like, can we have a patch made, oh, yeah. please? Thanks. Or a coin. Let's be the Majestic 10. But that means we'd have to get eight other people. Majestic 2. The Majestic Maybe. 2. Yes. There you go. No, that's not just not. No. It just doesn't have the same ring as Majestic 12. Like, I feel like I'm getting ready to go fight some boss fight in a raid in WoW. Like, honestly. Start a guild. The Majestic 12. Majestic <laughs> 12. Done. Done and done. So, yeah. But that is, that's what I got out of the plethora of fucking alien research articles and information and theories and stuff. I mean, I feel like there are, I'm okay, for our listeners, if you really want to listen to some really good, like, abduction stories, there are, are plenty out there. Uh, we didn't really cover the stories because we kind of wanted to do it a little differently because everybody expects you to cover abduction stories. Um, but I've read, I read a few that were pretty, pretty interesting. Um, but now, like, then, what time was it at? Were they dreaming? Was it lucid dreaming? Yeah. Were they actually, they, did they actually well, visit I aliens? Watched doc- I watched a documentary. Um, it was like the 1960s, and it was a mixed-race couple, and they were afraid to come forward because back then that was a huge no-no. Yeah. Yeah. 
But when they were both interviewed, like their stories were pretty freaking legit. And they even got hypnotized to try to recall some of the facts that happened to them. Yeah. And then they went like, I I can't remember the show, but if I remember the show, I'll post it on Facebook Um, because it was very, very compelling. Not they had um, the actual recordings of both of the interviews of husband and wife. They had the hypnotist recording of both husband and wife. Then they also had like the x-rays of because they both claimed that the aliens like implanted something. And that's a whole nother topic about aliens implanting stuff into people there are actually doctors that just focus on that and some of the stuff that they pull out, it's like covered in um, uh, material that make up the human body. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's like some material that comes from humans. Uh, so they're not sure if like aliens wrap these little devices in this stuff or if the human body actually... But yeah, there are doctors that pull these things out. And I mean, it, but it's very interesting because the documentary shows that they each had something implanted in the exact spot that they remember having something done. So there's very compelling stories. Yeah. And then there are stories where you're like, you were on some drugs. <laughs> like, play off the shroom, yeah. get off the LSD, like, just. Just calm it down a little. You'll be all right. So, but, but there are a lot of stories out there. But if you go, okay, like rewind, because you made a statement of, well, maybe these people are more susceptible. Uh huh. What if people on drugs are then now open to a whole nother? I know they're hallucinogenics and shit, but. Okay. Just for shits me. and giggles. Yes. Just for shits and giggles. Let's say. You're taking some LSD, some psychedelics. You get abducted. Can you imagine that fucking ride? Oh, my God. No. I, I don't do drugs. No, I don't either. Yeah. that would be compelling. If I ever get abducted, I'd be like, can you just, can can you just come back some- tomorrow? <laughs> let me get some, <laughs> let me get some good drugs. Come back tomorrow. Let's try this again. Yeah. Yeah. I wow. don't like but, I mean, it could. It could open you up. Like, you know, how you have mediums that are opened up to speaking to the dead. You have, yeah. you know, witches or, uh, uh, or shamans that are or... open up to, like, earth magic, I guess you could say. Or ley lines. I mean, there you go. Yeah, They're sure. opened up to the ley lines. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And my, my only power is I like to drink beer. No, I'm sure you have other powers. Like, we're hilarious. I was about to say, I'm funny as fuck. <laughs> I swear to God, every time together. I'm editing the podcast sometimes, and, like, I'm just zoning out listening, like, for key things to edit out, and we'll say something, I'll just fucking die laughing out loud. And I'm like, this is our conversation, but we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, so I guess that uh, wraps it up for our alien discussion. Yeah. 
That's pretty good. Uh, again, it's a very fast topic. It could come back up as another discussion in a say... future date. Yeah, different areas of interest, though. I would be kind of interested in um, maybe probably learning more about the lucid dreaming part, this weird abduction thing that you got going on. Fuck yes. Maybe next time I'll just do abductions. Yeah. I thought about doing it this time, but I found the President Eisenhower thing, and I was like, nope, I'm going with that. Look more into I'm the going majestic with the quells. alien treaty. The alien treaty. You can abduct people, but we have to know who you're abducting. And it's only and you the can't U.S. Talk to anybody in the Earth. Anybody else in the Earth? It's just the United States. Stupid. Stupid. <sighs> oh, and don't interfere with our business, but give us your tech. Exactly. What? Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I'm this very skeptical. Fun. If you can't tell. I mean, they're out there. I just don't know that. I'm not denying it. Like, I've, yeah. they, we're too vast of a solar system, a galaxy, a universe, a blackness that goes forever that we don't even know the end of. So, yes. And to think that we're the only intelligent beings. If we're the only intelligent beings in this universe, it's God fun. help us. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is doomed. We are doomed doomed nah as long as there's people like us in the world i feel like we're gonna keep us hold we people like us are the people that hold this place together with insanity and laughs and beer exactly coffee mugs i mean yeah yeah. yes how do you drink your beer out of a can i usually like the fancy beer cup glasses i've got a couple of like um you know, you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and you get a fucking beer on tap. Yeah, yeah, we have a few of those. Uh, and Eric, uh, for our wedding, got us two yeah. of those Buffalo Wild Wings, like yeah, those yeah, big the mugs, the mug mugs. Yeah, yeah. We just have like the so regular drinking glasses. Oh, that's really good. It's like the big ends. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they come in pints. Yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. we have uh, Stella, like glasses made for Stella drinking beer. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we have beer cups, glasses. Anyway, uh, if I'm being cheap, I just drink it out of a normal fucking cup. Or a wine glass. Well, I usually drink mine out of a bottle, but for for the podcast, I feel special. So I put it in a coffee mug. It's a very beautiful coffee mug. Thank you. Well, it's a beer mug now, but... It, well, yeah, it is. It's my designated beer mug. Although, when I do get one that says Coffee Chaos Chatter on it, that will be my new one. So, until then, until then. that's my my mug. Anyways. All right. Well, um, <laughs> if you guys want, uh, we do have a Discord now. It is very barren because it's new. new. Um, we do intend Discord. to post our episodes. Um, if you're a Patreon member, you'll get your own special little patreon channels um the idea is the first 100 people we get on our discord we'll do a little giveaway which we can also do in the channel how fucking exciting is that that's way cool so we do giveaways in the channel um but yeah discord is like the new the new way of social media uh it's very versatile y'all sarah worked so hard on this it is fabulous the only thing i did was go in and put comments in the wrong channel that she had go and delete so i really kind of like was a pain in her ass but she did amazing i mean it's absolutely amazing if you're gaming if you want to talk 
politics, if you want to talk about gardening, if you want to talk about whatever, there is a channel for you on this thing. I mean, it pretty much does anything and everything that your social media heart desires. It's fucking epic. I didn't even know Discord could do the shit that our Discord does. I mean, Sarah did a phenomenal job. Please join our Discord. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Join Uh it. The other thing that we'll eventually end up using it for is once we do get enough Patreon support, uh, that will be where we do our bonus episodes or our live chats. So that is the way going forward. Just, you know, join it. Um, If you do need the link or can't find it for whatever reason, it is on our Facebook page. We did post it on our website. So copychaoschatter.com. Um, mm-hmm. again, our website is like the go-to for everything, podcast links, uh, the information that we looked up for the podcast, uh, some pictures. I made it very easy. Also, I made it very easy on the website. You look for the picture, like discord has its own little picture. Looks like a little gaming controller. Yeah. And if you click on the gaming controller, it'll automatically take you to the discord. So you don't have to like copy and paste websites. All you got to do is click and it'll take you. So, and that's with uh, Facebook and Instagram. And if you need to find us on Spotify, you can just click on the little Spotify thing. So I tried to make it very user friendly. So yep. go to the website. Go to the website. I tried to whisper, like hide my yeah, mic. It didn't yeah. work. <laughs> you nope. the wrong side too. <laughs> um, go to the website. So the cool thing about Discord is you don't have to download the client. It does open in web pages like the web browser. Um, you can use the chat feature through that, like the voice and video. And it also is usable on, you know, electronic devices. So phone, iPad, whatever you can open it on, it'll more than likely work. So if you're worried about downloading some extra shit to your computer, don't worry about it. You don't have to. Um, but yeah, don't have to. Discord's really good. Um, we do have an Instagram, okay. of course. We do have a Facebook, of course. Mm-hmm. We're trying not to make them look the same. So different content on different pages <laughs> and then uh what else what else do we have oh patreon just like go support our patreon and give us some follows we have seven followers according to our statistics but we have over 250 downloads i think we're up to 280 now oh what yeah i haven't looked in a while that's I'm, awesome i'm thinking if Follow we us, hit, guys. if we hit 500 downloads we'll do another giveaway okay and let's do uh Get your friends to follow us. So if we hit a uh, hundred followers, like actual following, yeah, yeah, following followers, not downloads. Let's let's do uh, let's do a giveaway at a hundred followers. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm down. And then we can do five hundred downloads. We'll do a giveaway. Yeah. So there you go. You got two two goals to reach. 100 followers get your friends to just hit the little thumbs up button follow us yeah uh and then 500 downloads we'll do another giveaway we got awesome coasters stickers if we get more patreon um donors then we can do more merch we can do more bonus episodes we can there's a lot of things we can do so and followers, she means podcast followers, not Facebook or Instagram. We're talking about podcast. actual podcasts, so Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, yes. Google Podcasts, that that sort of following. So yes, and if you hit follow, you get to you'll get an alert when we 
How's uh, stuff? Yeah, that one. Yeah. That's what I was going for. All right. Um, All right. Until next time. Until next time. We love what you guys. What do we do next time? I don't know. A secret topic. Secret topic next time. Ghosties Woo-hoo. and murderers. Woo. I mean. Yeah, I'll probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.